Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. You better not try standing my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Guys Without Jobs, where we force our spouses to work until 8 p.m. every night. My name is John, and I'm joined, as always, by Lonnie. What's up, man? Hey, John. Hello, everyone. Uh, and yeah, Candace is working behind me uh, today. She took. But it is currently 8:11 your time. It is. Uh, she took kind of a flex day today because she wanted to go get her hair done. So, which took like four hours or so. So yeah, uh, I was there a long. So time. what? You should have taken the whole day off, Candace. I told her. Like, she- I, I told her she didn't have to work. I told her I, just, okay. just a little while ago. I said, "Hey, you could just knock off. It's not a big deal." She's like, yeah. oh, "That's cool." I think she wants to see how we how the sausage is made here, or maybe <laughs> I should use a use a different like, <laughs> probably product. something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about you guys sausages. <laughs> How's it going, man? We haven't done this in a while. It's been way too long. About three weeks, probably, huh? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I, first one of the first things I have on my list, uh, not to interrupt you, but tomorrow is a huge day for like three reasons that I can think of. Number one, number one, I, this might be the biggest. It's opening day for baseball. Yep, absolutely. That is the biggest, and that that is huge. Number two, the s- smallest reason, it's April Fool's Day. And number three, it's John's birthday. It is. So, yep. ha- happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, man. No April Fools. It really is my birthday. My mom says that when I was born, everybody thought she was playing a trick. <laughs> but I wasn't really born. So I've been a joke from the beginning of my life. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, Lonnie almost spit out his drink <laughs> just now. Uh, uh, yeah, life has been crazy, man. Uh, Whitney and I took in three foster kids four weeks ago and that turned everything upside down for sure so that's a big reason why i haven't been able to jump on here and do this show but i'm glad we're doing it now yeah i'm glad i'm glad you were able to carve out a a few minutes here to do it i'm sure you've been super busy yeah life's been crazy it's been fun the really good kids we're learning about them and you know taking them to visits with their parents and everything and darcy's loving it she's having a blast with all the kids in the house well, so what are you going to do for opening day tomorrow? What's your plan? Do you have any big plans? Uh, we're just going to watch it here at the house. Going to grill out. What are you? Just you know, having a couple family members over. Nothing crazy. Mm. I got lots of alcohol. I know I'm going to drink that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And who are the Reds playing? The Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'll I'll try and catch. What what time is the game tomorrow? I'm going to try and catch it. Three o'clock central. Three o'clock central. I should be able to catch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch too. So I'll, I'll be there with you in spirit, man. Cause I'm awesome. Watch. They don't have your uh, favorite player anymore. Freddie Galvis. What did they do with him? Did he just get reassigned or they he- only had his contract for last season. So they just didn't re-sign him. So he was a free agent. So he signed with, gosh, I can't remember. I want to say the Orioles maybe. Or the Angels? I don't know who he signed with. 
but he got a job. I'm pretty sure he's yeah he's employed. He might not be the starting shortstop for a team, yeah. but yeah, he's he's got a job. I sent you his card. Did you get the card? I, sent I got you? the card. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. I remember I rem- uh, remembered you when I got that. I was like, yeah, Lonnie always loved Freddie Gillis. Yeah, I like I like him. I I, I know they needed an upgrade from him mm-hmm. at shortstop, and he wasn't even their full time starter anyway. But I think seventy five percent of the time he was the starter. Yeah. So we're not going to bore everybody with baseball talk. <laughs> but, um, oh, I want to announce, uh, we, we have a big announcement here. Yep, big time. Uh, we have finally picked up a sponsor for the Guys Without Jobs podcast. About time we started making some money off of this thing. We've been doing it pro bono. Yeah, so I am drinking for free right now, thanks to, and so is John. John, you're drinking for free too, unless you're drinking something awesome. real, real expensive. No, it's not. So, cheers. Free drinks. Cheers, buddy. I like it. <laughs> I like that. We are drinking on courtesy of American Bubble Boy tonight. So, thank you very much to uh, Joel. I'll, it's very personal for me because uh, the founder of the company has actually called me twice now. I've had two really good conversations with Joel from American Bubble Boy. And it ain't sexy. It's bubble wrap. But if you're a, re- <laughs> if you're a reseller, you got to have it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I, there's a couple of things I want out of my bubble wrap. I want it to be very bubbly, like with <laughs> nice, firm, good bubbles on it. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> when I order it, I want it to get there fast. Yeah, because you need it like yesterday. Right. We usually yeah. don't order stuff until we're out. Pretty much out. Almost yeah. out, right? For sure. So, uh, American Bubble Boy ticks both of those boxes uh, oh, and I want a good price on it too. Of course, that goes without saying. Yeah, um, American Bubble Boy t- ticks but uh, all three of those boxes. High quality bubble wrap. They ship it out fast. The last order I got, I got in eighteen hours. I ordered Holy it. Crap! It was on the porch in eighteen hours. Where are they located? They're lo- That's that's what I was about to say. They have fulfillment centers all around the country. They have Dang. like. Yeah, they're on the West Coast, East Coast, South, Central, everywhere. They have like, I think, five or six locations. Okay. Or warehouses. Yeah. The bubble wrap is made by sealed air. It act- actually is bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, high quality I've stuff. Never, get, mm-hmm. I've never bought from them. So, like, I'm genuinely curious about this, like, how it all works and, like, what their operation is. Yeah. I, what I challenge you to do, John, is to go go to my – well, actually – uh, click on our um, code. Now you can support the show down below. If you want to order some bubble wrap, if you need bubble wrap, click on the link down below to American bubble boy and give them a try. I, I promise you, if you try them out, that's who you're going to buy from, from now on, because hmm. the customer service is top notch, fast, good bubble wrap, all that stuff. Awesome. I want to go on and on, but after the show, John click on our own link and make okay. your order and then next podcast you could tell us how fast you got your order all right that sounds good <laughs> and how much you like your bubble wrap awesome so, and it, um, uh, price is competitive too it's 35 what i order is 700 feet of bubble wrap the small bubble uh-huh and it's uh 35 dollars free shipping in the continental united states yeah that's cheap and uh, you might be able to get it like a dollar or two cheaper from no name on Amazon, but it might take two weeks to get to you. And you, 
it might right. be a bunch of flat, flat bubbles. So, mm-hmm. yeah. awesome. Uh, two questions I have about them. Okay. One, uh, do they perforate it every 12 inches? It's perforated every 12 inches. Yes. Awesome. Second question. Do they sell the big bubbles as well? They have small, medium and large bubbles. Awesome. All right. They also sell Check some of my boxes. They sell some other product called Instapack, mm-hmm. which I've never used before. It's crazy. It's like some kind of thing that you like, it, it molds and it shapes around your object. You Interesting. Know? Yeah. It, it makes like a foam packing hmm. thing for your item or whatever. Okay. So, anyways, uh, again, if you want to support the show, click on the link down below to American Bubble Boy. It'll really help us out. And you'll be helping yourself out too because. Uh, I can't think of a better place to buy bubble wrap than America Bubble Boy. Thanks a bunch to those guys for sponsoring the podcast. Yes, thank you, Joel. And if you guys are listening to the podcast instead of watching, I will put a link to it in the description. So you have to physically open up the episode and like click through it or whatever and find the description and it'll be in there. Right on. Right on. We're we're like a real thing now. We have actually. Have oh, yeah. yeah. We're legit, man. It only took us like a year and a half. <laughs> But we turned down a lot of offers. We had a lot of offers we turned down. Oh, constantly. Just <laughs> one after another. <laughs> zero. We've had zero offers. We haven't had an offer. <laughs> We've actually. I hope out. Joel's watching this like, wow. <laughs> I'm their first sponsor. I paid him too much. <laughs> no, he's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. And uh, I actually got some feedback from one of my viewers on my YouTube channel. They had ordered they ordered like two, two things of bubble wrap, two packages, and they only got one. And so they reached out to the company and Joel answered them, who was the founder of the company. Mm-hmm. Pretty, it's a pretty big enterprise. Like they move a lot of wrap, man. And, but Joel, the founder actually like responded to, to her and it was just in two separate shipments and the other one just hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, no okay. big deal. Yeah. She was like extremely happy with the the customer service and everything that awesome uh, that the bubble boy provided. So I challenge you to do that with your current bubble wrap provider, reach out to them and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I get it locally because I've got a handful of things that I like to buy, but it's not $35. I pay like 42 or 43 or something. So the, the price is hard to beat. like the only Sam's club, Sam's Club's price is somewhat close, but it's still more expensive. And after trying this other bubble wrap, I like the bubble boy wrap better than the Sam's mm-hmm. wrap. So, yep. But yeah, let's not talk about wrap and baseball the whole show. <laughs> right. Um, you mentioned how long we've been doing this podcast. I don't think it's been quite a year and a half, but I just the other day realized that I passed the four year anniversary for being on YouTube. Hmm. And you've been, you got to be coming up on five years, right? Uh, I, yeah, I am. Cause I started my, I started, um, what is now getaway gang. I started garage flips. Let me see. Let me get a look real quick. Sorry. This is, I should have had this date. I want to say it was April. Oh, May 21st. So May 21st will be five years. Wait, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you five years yeah yeah how's that how's the switch going by the way uh it's too soon to tell like we did put 
we did put a garage sale video out last weekend on shed flips on shed flips and it did pretty well i think it's got around sixteen thousand views yeah that's good it's pretty good like it, at the height of garage flips a good solid garage sale video would probably get more like 20 30 mm -hmm. but subscriber base is smaller on shed flips and it just might right. take some time you know yeah yeah, I noticed that the very first garage show video I put out like a week ago or two weeks ago, it did okay. Like, you know, it got close to 20. Um, but the one I just put out today, like, I think is almost up to like 15. So it might get to 25 or 30. So I'm thinking as I'm doing more garage show videos, you know, the algorithm will be like, all right, he's doing garage show videos again. Mm. Like, let's start pumping them or whatever. Right. Oh, he's not doing uh, warehouse vids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys, watch. I'm in the warehouse again. For <laughs> the 200th John. day in a row. <laughs> I, I, started, I started watching your video earlier, and then I had something else I had to do, but I, I want to finish it. But it was, it was a hell of an intro. Like, I can see oh, the my, guy. Yeah. Like, you got the guy there with all the stuff. And uh, John's like, uh, yeah. How much for all? Or you, will you make a deal for all of it, or something like that? And he's like, "Yeah, the price." And there was already a bunch of stuff out there, and then he had to go in and get more stuff. Yeah, it was a very tense, very awkward negotiation because he was very kerfluffled because, like, he had just got out there, didn't even have his shoes on. No, yeah. <laughs> his wife was yelling at him to bring the dog in, and here I am, like, sell it all to me, sell it all to me. Let's make a deal. So I think if he was you know, had shoes on and like the wife wasn't bothering him and he felt like prepared. I don't think he would have done a deal for all of it. Cause from talking to him, I could tell he was some kind of seller or dealer or something. So we had an idea of what some of the stuff was worth, but yeah, it was interesting. You caught him off guard for sure. He, he yeah. had no, he was not ready. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was a fun looking. one for sure. John's looking around like, are there any other, any other resellers coming up? I got to buy this stuff quick. Yeah. Right. You're going to start boxing out. This is mine. This is mine. Don't touch it. <laughs> right. We're in the middle of a deal. So how are garage sales going for you so far? How many have you been to? Like, they haven't, they really haven't started. Honestly, they haven't kicked off. Um, I've gone to that one neighborhood sale was Friday, Saturday. I went both days, but besides that, I've only been to like four, five sales. Maybe it's uh, okay it'll take at least a couple more weeks I think before it really starts going like may, it seems like may they really get into full swing. So there'll be, you know, some here and there in April, you know, a beat of beer, you've heard of a beat of beer, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So we went to a beat of Springs on Saturday. That's where they brew a beat of beer. Nice. And uh, they had like a town wide garage sale thing. And uh, we had a blast, dude. It was like, you drive a quarter mile and you're at the next sale. You drive That's a quarter best. mile, you're at the next sale. You drive. That's the best. It's like the 127. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. We had we had a really good time, dude. It was fun. I watched that video. You guys got a lot of good stuff. We got a yeah, and we could have gotten more, but you know we you we, don't we need got, it. Right, we don't need yeah. like volume so we're being picky and having fun yeah it's good to be picky for sure i need to be more picky this season like for sure because i've my warehouse is just like flooded with stuff the only time we weren't picky was when our well I, 
the royal we. The only time I wasn't picky was when um, I got the bright idea to pick up the free adult diapers, um, <laughs> which I, I regret doing that for a couple of different reasons. But yeah, it, it wasn't a good move. But anyway, Just hang on, hang on to them for two or three more years, and you'll be able to put them to use. On myself? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you going to be anyway tomorrow 36 36 okay huh how long have i known you right so, when i started my channel basically so i'm a, so about yeah, five four years, years. four no, years four yeah okay i'm hearing an echo by the way are you on your end yeah well now i'm not i don't know i, don't know. I was hearing myself for a second i'm not wearing headphones because i'm being lazy sorry so as far as you just mentioned that you're getting uh, like a lot of stuff in your warehouse, what we just did our bef right before we went live, Candace and mm -hmm. I did our monthly meeting that we do. Do you have anything like that that you do with yourself? Yeah. Every day I talk to myself. <laughs> honestly, I'm the only one that listens. No, but seriously, like, do you like, do you like look at what what you've done in the past month and then like yeah so i've got my whiteboard and i got a new one recently towards a whole calendar mm -hmm. so every day i log how many items i list and for how much and then on the side i've got every month sales for like the past nine months so i know where i'm at and i do once a week i do kind of like a sort of like a purge i used to do like once a month but now i've got to do a weekly where I'll just spend 30 minutes going through stuff I've got in my unlisted half of my warehouse and I'll just put it in a box and take it to Goodwill. Like this stuff isn't worth less than get rid of it. Okay. Make up, make some space for what's coming in. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just, I've been buying and buying and buying and buying. Like I just so much, I bought out that big eBay store. Like I think it's been a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. And it, it was huge. It took two full van loads. Wow. Just, a huge amount of stuff. So I've been trying to work through that. So when you say work through, like how many listings, how, how many listings are you getting out a month? Last, well, it, it depends week to week. Last week I got like 105 Monday to Friday. I was That's pretty happy. I was happy with that number. Yeah. Because the previous weeks I was like 60, 70. Uh, this week hasn't been great. Um, the kids are out of school Friday, so I'm not going to be able to work Friday. So I might get 50 done this week, but yeah, I'm shooting between like a hundred, 150 is really where I want to be at. If you could do a hundred and 150 in a week, that would lot. be, that's a lot, dude. That's smoking. Like we don't like two person shop here. We don't do anywhere near that many. What are you guys been doing on average a week? Uh, well, we do, our goal is 20 a day and then, we we like to schedule out five on Saturday and five on Sunday to drop. Oh, there you go. So we want a hundred and we want 110 a week. Yeah. But that's with two people. <clears throat> yeah. And I, but I, but we don't want it. We don't want that on good weeks. We want that every week. Every you know week. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So this past month we did, uh, we just got through doing the hot wash or whatever you want to call it. This past past month we did five hundred and sixty though, so wow, uh, we're doing pretty good. Like we're not we're not overextending ourselves, mm -hmm. but I, I think 
we, we've, we're right in that, that lane where we want to be as far as listing and sales and, you know, work life balance and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, you guys are three months in now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, a little more than that. Cause Candace came in in December. Yeah. So, yeah. She came in what midway through December, Candace. Yeah. Yeah. Candace, is he working you too hard? Be honest. No, no, no I, I don't work anybody. Does Lonnie need to leave the room for us to have an honest conversation? Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm working less hours than at my old job. So. Well, there you go. That's good. Yep. We've got we've got a good thing going on here. That's it, awesome. I think so. Anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, Whitney and I have been watching what you guys have been doing and like just admiring how well you work together and. We've been kicking around the idea. Um, I've mm -hmm. got a video coming out tomorrow about that very thing. So definitely check that out, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Really? You have a big announcement? Some big news. Yep. We're excited about it. Really? I'm not going to say anything tonight. I don't want to okay. give this away. And I think by the time this podcast airs, my video will have probably aired. But yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Just go watch the video. Go watch John's latest video after you finish this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's three things you got to do. Watch this podcast <laughs> while you're watching the podcast, order your American bubble boy bubble wrap. And then after that, after the podcast is over, then go watch John's uh, video with the big yep. announcement in it. So what do you, what do you got on your list, man? Before we started this, you told me you had a long list of stuff. I do. Well, I had, I had garage sales and I had your birthday. Oh, uh, I'm a pilot now. <laughs> no, you, know what I thought, you know what I thought of? Like <laughs> as soon as you said that, have you seen the movie? What about Bob? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's, he's sailing, but they oh, strapped him to the front of the boat because <laughs> he wouldn't leave everybody alone. And they're coming up the dock and he's screaming, I'm a sailor. I'm a sailor. <laughs> you're like, I'm a pilot. <laughs> he reminds me of Sheldon when it comes to trains. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on his train engineer hat. He has conductor. <laughs> but so just to tell the story real quick, I bought a drone and I was talking about it on my, my, my channel and a few people like more than one said, Hey, you, if you're going to use that commercially, IE, you're going to make money. Like you're going to fly it intending to make money, which mm -hmm. AdSense, which I was because AdSense is money. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fly it to make videos and stuff, right. With the drone. Uh, if you're going to do that in a commercial enterprise, you have to have a, a part 107 uh, certificate from the FAA. I'm like, what? what are you talking about? And the thing was on the way now I'd already paid for it. And I yeah. started investigating. And I'm like, okay, I got to put out for a class, put out like a hundred and I can't remember 150 bucks for the class. And then I had to pay $160 just to take the test from the FAA. Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, I went through and then the how class. How much was the drone? The drone 400 and something. Oh my God. So maybe by this time next year, you'll be in the black on this whole I, deal. I, I may never be in the black on this thing. <laughs> yeah, because he bought an ex at least one accessory for it. What? Like some kind of case. Yeah, my case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get damaged. How much was that? 30 bucks. How much was your hairdo? 
You don't want to know. Whoa. <laughs> the, difference is, the difference is she needs haircuts. Do you need a drone and a case for your drone? Like, well, no, she didn't get a haircut. She got a hair color. Hair color. Well, that's something she needs. So that's a you necessity. Got a too. I got a haircut. Yeah. How much was your haircut? Yeah, Lonnie. Like 20 something bucks. <laughs> I went to uh, Sports Clips. Well, I'll show it to you later. But anyway, yeah, I'm a pilot now and I can fly legally. Um, this, this all stems from some, some guys on YouTube were flying, were flying their drone. They got reported and then the FAA went back and they looked at all the videos Yeah, they had so many counts. It ended up being like hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. And I heard about that and I'm like, well, I probably wouldn't get caught, but I can't risk that. That's too much yeah. risk. So yeah. It's like fishing. It's like fishing or hunting without a license. You don't want to do it. Like, would you no. get? Maybe not, but don't do it. Speaking of fishing, look what I just found. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we're recording a podcast here, lady. Hi. She can be part. She can be part of it. You make it better. So yeah. Um, so are you good with it? Are you good with flying the drone? Uh, no, not really. Here's the thing: the 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 drone <laughs> class thing that you take yeah uh it doesn't teach you how to fly the drone yeah all it teaches you is how to like uh read charts and you know know which airspace you can fly in or not and know all the regulations and everything but they don't actually show you how to fly the drone so i've flown it a little though i can tell you every time i've gone to a garage sale and there are drone cases or drone accessories the owner of said drone said that they lost it in the lake or river and it's gone forever yeah and that's happened at least five times or a tree or a tree yeah so yeah. i hope that's not you lonnie so just you know be well, careful with it this drone i have has a lot of it is very it's very automated mm -hmm. so unless you do something really stupid you should be okay yeah so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens yeah you know uh trevor bauer Former pitcher of the Reds, now with the Dodgers. Yeah, I watch his. Uh, I watch his YouTube channel sometimes. Yeah, yeah. he uh, cut his finger on a drone mm -hmm. about probably three years ago. I would guess it's been. Yeah, he's quite the character. <laughs> yeah, he's something else. <laughs> I um, appreciated his antics a lot more when he was on the Reds. Not so much when he's on a different team. <laughs> you don't. You don't like him in general, do you? he's okay there's parts of him that i like i like that he always has a chip on his shoulder and that he's you know his his general motto in life is like f you to everybody he's like i'll prove you wrong f you like that's what he does like that's how he is like he pitched with one eye closed in spring training just to right. like try to like prove something so like i don't know like i like that he's got a chip and he's got that edge but then he does stuff that's just like dude you're just being a prick like come on he does he does other stuff too though like he got he got like fined or he got some something for wearing something to do with his brand oh yeah i did and see then that. He, he was fighting against that because he's like baseball wants us to promote ourselves and i can't wear my own brand mm -hmm. and I, I like that i like him questioning question everything yeah you know and he has a big a, a big voice so yeah for sure Hey, he's um, more interesting than most players, dude. Oh, absolutely, he is. Yeah, I I generally like him. Sometimes 
you know i think what got old for me is when like this whole free agency yeah it felt like you know my ex-girlfriend was shopping around for a new guy because like every single day on like his instagram his two youtubes like what team am i going to go to i don't know what i'm gonna pick let's see guy it was like the lebron decision like every day i'm repeat for three months and i was like i can't handle this anymore like i'm done because i knew the reds weren't gonna pay him for right the reds you know the reds were not gonna get him but yeah like he would keep teasing it like oh i miss cincinnati i like the reds like shut up man You're not coming <laughs> <back> <laughs> <here>. <laughs> like don't tease <laughs> i remember he did a press conference last year he was wearing a t-shirt that said help me get my youtube channel to a hundred thousand subscribers yeah it was such a weird feeling because like i had recently passed a hundred thousand i'm like I've why got does this mlb yeah. pitcher want to get like the youtube channel like where mine is i thought it was so funny i'm sure he's way surpassed me at this point i don't know about yeah, that it was just weird i don't know about that like uh, maybe he did surpass you but i don't know that he has i don't know for sure that he gets the the draw that you do he's not past you dude Wait, how many do you have? 128. Okay, he did pass you by a little. He's got 133. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, he's doing okay. He's got 1.5 million views the last month. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's gaining momentum. (laughs) And that's the name of his channel, right? Yes. Well, he's got two channels. He's got Momentum, and he's got Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And Momentum, I think, is – like a business thing he's gonna do yeah to try and like help other players get into the whole promoting themselves and yeah all that stuff but yeah it's it's interesting though to watch because um and we're talking a lot of baseball here it's interesting to watch though because he's trying to he's trying to teach people how to uh promote themselves and connect with the fans on a more personal level. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And not just the, you know, the coach and player speak you get after the game, that that kind of thing, you know? Right. Which I think is good. Well, shifted back over to reselling. I got a question for you. So it used to be that you and Candace would go garage selling every Saturday, and then you would pretty much go by yourself on Friday, just out hitting sales, finding stuff. And I'm guessing that's not going to be your plan this year, is it? Um, it, it, I think it would be if there were enough garage sales to go to on Fridays. Yeah, really? it would. Still go. Yeah, because because we enjoy it. Yeah, we'd still go. Okay, because I know with how much inventory you're getting from your guy, that kind of changes things a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I like I like getting different kinds of inventory. Mm-hmm. to mix in to keep things fresh because like all we've been listing from my guy is like action figures yeah and lately i've been working through comics you know it gets a little repetitive sure so it's, it's nice to have an influx of different kind of stuff and um i get great deals from my guy but his deals don't come anywhere close to the profit margins you get from garage sales. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nothing comes close. No. Yeah, garage sales are far and away the best so, ROI. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're going to hit garage sales uh, pretty heavy. Like, I'm, it, there just haven't been that many yet so far this year. Yeah. 
and we are going to do a lot of traveling to go to garage sales too. You know, we're going to do the, um, we're going to do the sale in Tennessee and we have a bunch of other ones we, we're going to hit too. Nice. You guys are coming up to Cincinnati in June for the reseller rally. Yeah. And I'm feeling, I don't know, a, a month ago or so you and I were talking and we were, mm, yep. you were a little, I was a little pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, not so sure it was going to happen. Thinking we we're going to have to postpone. <clears throat> and then a couple things happened. Yeah. Um, one, I talked to the owner of the riverboat company and he said that the state is letting them run at, you know, 50 to 60% capacity, but the boat we had would have been at a hundred percent capacity, you know, 200 people. And he's like, we got the bigger boat, hold 700 people. We'll just move you to that. And I was like, perfect. That's awesome. And then, <clears throat> the uh, vaccination rollout has been so fast, yeah. way faster than I expected it to be. I got my first shot today. I know you got yours a few days ago. Yep. But we, we both, Candace and I both got ours last week and we're scheduled for the second one mm -hmm. here in a couple of weeks. So, yep. yeah. <clears throat> it's a little tricky. Whitney and I have been talking about this. It's a little tricky because the riverboats per, you know, the state mandates they have to encourage mask wearing like nobody's going to police it necessarily mm -hmm. so like i'm sending out an email tomorrow just reminding everybody that the rally's still on you know telling them the protocols that the riverboat's taking and everything else saying that like if you're not eating or drinking masks are encouraged and we're adding something else into it too where if you've had a vaccination and you want to bring your vaccination card we're going to have red wristbands for you to put on your wrist to like help people know like okay maybe they're not wearing their mask because they've got a vaccination or like just to show that kind of thing so it could be helping people feel a little bit safer when they see tons and, of red risk that would be a voluntary thing right completely voluntary 100 yeah. percent. so i mean don't feel yeah. like so for instance like i it, like i might not be wearing a mask or maybe i will i don't know but anybody that might not be if they've got a red wristband like you kind of understand so i don't know just the thought right no i think it's a good idea like i I mean, you go down a, a a really nasty political road. Oh God, yeah. You start I'm not talking, and like I, I don't even like talking about it. Yeah. But in rea the reality is, we're part of putting this thing on, so yep. we have to deal with this. Yep. So, um, yeah, we we talked about it for a while, and there's honestly no right, perfect answer for this kind of thing you know what i mean because we're still in the middle of the thing it's still ongoing you know the mask mandate will likely still be in effect i'm thinking you know nine weeks from now probably i think, I think it's gonna look i i'm 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 optimistic i think it's gonna look really good i do too yeah come come that time if the the vaccines are really getting pumped out there hard dude yeah so yeah, I like your idea about the wristband, though. I like that. it's Whitney's Whitney's idea. Yeah, just a voluntary thing to you know, just add an extra layer of peace of mind for some people. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm by that point, I will have been vaccinated, and honestly, you know what? I won't. I won't want to wear a damn mask at that point. You know, right? That's the other <laughs> tricky thing too. Is like, so like state mandates. Obviously, if you're going to the grocery store they're not going to know who's vaccinated and who's right. not vaccinated. So the mandate's still going to be in place up until a certain point. Mm -hmm. So like, like obviously we'll still have to wear masks if you're going to the grocery store, but in this specific instance, I don't think it's necessarily going to 
I lost audio. Can you hear me? I think it might be my internet. I don't have audio. Uh oh, not good. Okay, wait, you're back. Okay, you're I'm back. back. Yeah, what were All you right, saying awesome. just now? I want to hear it. Just how it's, you know, a weird scenario. And like, we're doing the best we can to do this thing safely and, you know, give people peace of mind. Right. And, and people that have like different political leanings and this and that, you got to remember, this is an event where we're going to have people from all cross sections of yeah. life, all, all, all different political, the whole political spectrum all over the country coming together in one place. So we have to, we have to be safe for each other. We have to make each other feel comfortable and we have to have yep. a good time. Yep. So that's, that's what this is all about. Having a good time and being respectful and you know yeah getting together i'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to it are there any tickets left or is it it's totally sold out um but i do have a waiting list so if you guys want to shoot me an email my email is cincinnati picker at gmail.com shoot me an email and i will put you on the waiting list uh and we there is a hotel right that... yes we've got a block of rooms at the embassy suites it's not really that cheap <laughs> we we booked the hotel yeah it's a, I mean, it's a nice one. No, I know. It's like, it's top of the top of the line. But yeah. We, we booked our, I'm not complaining. I'm just letting y'all know that like, it's right. Cheap. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's like 150 a night or something like that, but it was really tricky because we couldn't find that many places to begin with to, you know, get, let, give us a block of rooms. And then on top of that, we really wanted a bar at the hotel just because the first rally that happened in 2017, uh, Pete and Chad and all those guys picked, a really nice hotel that had this big bar area to where, you know, people can network more and talk. And like, that's what we wanted. And this has that, it has a humongous lobby and bar. Oh, area. Nice. So it's, um, if you get a chance, go to the website, check out the pictures. It's a really nice place. Okay. Yeah. And we got a Riverview room too. So <laughs> awesome. Forward to it. You got your room booked, right? Yes. Rooms booked. Okay. Cool. I can't wait. I can't wait for those sweet Cincinnati garage sales either. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you can wake up Saturday morning after uh, having a lot of drinks Friday night, because you know we're going to go up Friday night. Oh, I know. I know. I'm going to bring – I might have to bring a little uh, U-Haul. I might have to go rent a little U-Haul trailer to <laughs> cart all those goodies out of Cincinnati. Get all drive your, your RV up, man. No, well, I mean, I'm, no. No, we're not going to use it as a cargo trailer. Although it could be. Yeah. <clears throat> but I tell you what, man, that um, we have that camper shell thing on the back of the truck now. Ooh, yeah. It's sweet. It is so sweet having all that good dry space. And then we have carpet in the back of the truck too. Yep. It is nice, man. It is a picking machine. Yeah. You guys have a sweet setup. No, it, it, it's nice. And now I do want to get a small enclosed trailer too, eventually. I do too. Like a five by 10, six by 12, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Something like that for, for like the road trips where we're not going to bring the, the camper, Yep. you know, for like the highway sales. And then we could actually, you, you never know. I might have one before we go to Tennessee this year. Ooh. I don't know. Well, you know where to buy them now that you've done all the RV research. I think a lot of them are made in Indiana too, aren't they? The trailers. Uh, all the, all the RVs are made in Indiana. I know that much. Like, that's crazy uh, that area man if you're shopping for rv stuff 
you can get it way, way, way cheaper because they don't have to transport it. Makes sense. So, okay, here, here's what I wanted to ask you about business-wise. Uh, sports cards. What yep. are you doing? How Are you hitting them hard? I mean, we haven't really talked about this much. Yeah, I've been hitting them pretty hard. I haven't been buying as much lately. I'm going through all the collections I bought, but they're doing fantastic. I've, I did a couple different auction lots just to kind of test and see what worked. Like I did auction lots of 100 of each sport and then 25. And it seems like 25 is the sweet spot of auction lots for me. I start them at a dollar and I do football, baseball, basketball, and they do great. I think on average I'm getting like $30 for 25 cards. So, like, what kind of cards are you doing? Like, what? Well, most of them are two, three, four, five dollar cards. You know, some of them might be okay. close to ten dollars, but for the most part, they're not ones that I would want to list individually. Okay, cool. I've been I've been really digging the cards too, man. Like, they're it, fun. It's nice thing. I'm not hitting them hard, but it's a nice thing to mix in with the mm -hmm. other stuff. And yeah, I haven't been listing a ton of them. I list maybe ten auction lots a week, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I I listed the uh, – I had a Steph Curry rookie that I listed. Um, it sold, la like, maybe three, four days ago. Mm-hmm. $203, I think. Whew. And that was the auction? Yeah, auction. Yeah. So, that was pretty sweet. I've, and I did some lots of, like, some Kyrie Irving. And then I had uh, rookie cards. And then I had some um, – Kawhi Leonard's and uh, things like that. And then I have, I have a bunch of personal cards mm -hmm. from when I was like in my early twenties that I'm going to start listing too. Have you dug through it? What do you have? It, it's mostly like Shaq and um, it's a bunch of Shaq and I've got a bunch of Jordan. Nice. I've got a lot of Jordan. Hmm. Nothing, nothing like, nothing you like know, rookie 86 Fleer. No, yeah. Right. Remember the one from that video that I had? Yep. Where where the guy planted it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that card must be 2x what it was when I shot that video. It's I should have bought. I should have bought that. I should have just traded for that plus yeah. that, right? <laughs> Hindsight's 2020. I bet he I bet he's cleaning up on some of those cards he got from me too. Yeah, he for didn't sure. sell them right away, you know? Mm -hmm. So but yeah, the, the sports cards are fun. I hope they last, man, because I think it's a, um, it's a good gateway to bring young, some younger people to the eBay platform. Yeah, that's true. You know, it, like it gives them a reason to create an account. That's a really good point. I didn't even think I, about that. I have to create an eBay account so I can go buy these cards that I want to buy. And eBay, like people, like, have you used that new, that new mailing service they have? No. Have you tried it? Yeah. I haven't had any trouble with it. Now, it's kind of... You didn't of, send Steph Curry through that, did you? Oh, hell no. Nah. I was going to say. No. Steph Curry went in a... He went priority. Yeah. No, I, I, I put him in like a... Uh, you know, he's in a top loader course. And then I bubble wrap that, put it in a box, and then I slid that into a padded flat rate envelope, shipped yeah. it out priority. Yeah. Yeah, I that's would. smart. But like cards that are like $20 or less. I just put them in one of these, but what I do is I take the top loader and I take like two sheets of um, printer paper mm -hmm. 
and I just I roll it in. I fold it into the printer paper until it fits into here. Yep. And then uh, I throw my little sticker in there, and then it's like seventy one cents. And yeah, you can't beat that. The tracking is a little funky because it it only gets tracked like at the at the hub. It doesn't get tracked at the door. Yeah. But I haven't had any problem with it. Like, and I know a lot of people are complaining and some cards have maybe been lost or whatever, but bottom line, this lets you, this is an envelope that, that lets you, <laughs> that lets you mail a card for 71 cents versus three bucks. Yeah. So now cards that are like $8 or $9, they're not cost prohibitive to sell or buy anymore. Yep. And I, I think it's good for the, I think it's good for the business, man. Yeah, you know? good for everybody, buyers and sellers. Yeah, and worst case, something something goes really wacky with a card that you mailed. It's less than twenty dollars. Yeah, you know? like it's not not going to be the end of the world. So I, I think overall, I think eBay was very forward looking on that to put that into place. Yeah, I don't know if the implementation is perfect or not, but I'm glad to see they're trying something. You know, um, for sure that's not much more than a stamp right yeah stamps of 55 cents yeah so it's not it's not a bad deal so I'm, I'm happy with that um oh i wanted to ask you some something else here did you hear about the feedback uh oh no okay they're, they're rolling out a change to the feedback where i think buyers or sellers can leave up to 500 characters in the feedback oh my god what do you think horrible idea <laughs> horrible idea i can already imagine like just novels being written i thought you were going to say they're going to let buyers leave negative feedback for or mean sellers you're going to leave sellers leave, yeah. leave negative feedback for buyers but they won't let them do it it's crazy it's going to get nasty dude oh i can only imagine that, that's why you know what the first thing i thought whenever i saw that buyers are going to be able to leave 500 characters you better be real careful about what you send in messages now if you weren't before because it's going to end up getting copied and pasted into that feedback because they have the room you know before they would be banging out some message and they ran out of characters and they're like ah yeah. and they just send it and it just looks like some nonsense right <laughs> But now they they get a paragraph, you know. Yeah, that's very scary. It's gonna be fun to look at feedbacks though, like for other people. Yeah, <laughs> I did something the other day, and after I did it, I realized that I did the wrong thing and I shouldn't have done it. I sold this pair of pants. It was women's pants, so you already know where the story's gonna go. And the lady got them, and she said, "These don't fit." And she gave me, she was just like laying into me, calling me all these names saying like, you know, better, like you knew these aren't, aren't legit size. Like there's some kind of defect and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to be like, maybe you just don't wear that size anymore. You know, <laughs> but I didn't say that. I didn't say anything, but yeah, she just like laid into me and she's like, I'm not even going to bother returning these. Um, she's like, I'm just going to go give them to Goodwill. Like it's such a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. And she opened a return but didn't ship them back. And she even told me, she's like, I'm not going to ship these back. And then she went ahead and left me negative feedback. And I was like, wow, what are you doing lady? 
So finally I responded and I said, okay, you opened a return, but you're not going to send them back. Like, so I have no way to get the product back. I said, I will though, go ahead and give you a refund if you remove your negative feedback. And after I did it, like five minutes after I did it, I was like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that because in eBay's eyes, you know, they see it as like some kind of feedback extortion, right? Or refund extortion. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess I justified it as I'm not even getting the product back. I'm just trying to like make this right for her. You know what I mean? But like, it was completely wrong. Shouldn't have done it. Um, but she was fine with it. She's like, Oh, okay, cool. I got my money back. So I like sent her the feedback, you know, revision request. She changed it. I gave her a refund. Yeah, honestly, I didn't get in trouble, but in hindsight, I don't think I'd do it again. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's that big of a deal in that direction. I think it's more of a th- more so we, the because we can't threaten negative feedback. That's know? true. But yeah, I I think the correct way would be okay. You deal with that on its own. Then after it's over, you say, "Okay, glad we got that all finished with. Would you would you mind?" revising your feedback i sent a request just now i really appreciate it that would definitely be the way to do it to just say like all right i'll refund you like i'll just suck it up give you the money back then politely ask right and instead of holding them hostage right yep yeah total total rookie move on my part i don't know it worked myself afterwards man yeah it worked but yeah (laughs) i don't know dude i I don't know It, it worked i just i I do think it was probably uh, it's a little shady. That's okay though. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me read. I want to read a question that I got. Okay, here we go. I found it. All right. What would you do with this? Okay, this is for a comic book that I listed for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. And granted, my description was pretty sparse. I had scan of the front and back. Okay. Here was the question that came in. Can you tell me more about the condition of this comic? Is it complete? Are there any missing pages? Is there anything cut out of it? Are there any tears? Is there any writing anywhere in the book? Are there any stains or water damage? Is the cover firmly attached to both staples? Is the centerfold firmly attached to both staples? That was nine wow. questions. Can you tell me what the username was? I will off off offline. I will. Yeah. Because based on what you're saying, I think it's a troll. Think so? Yeah, I've had I've had a troll recently that just randomly, you know, sends question after, and it's different items. Like it'll be like, I'll open my inbox, and I've already blocked them, but they can still send messages somehow. I don't know how that works. Yeah. So. Anyway, I said, look, I said nine questions, um, cu- question mark. I said nine questions. Nine times? <laughs> nine times? <laughs> oh. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. That's a Trailer Park Boys reference, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 80, 90 times? I like that guy, man. So like funny. <laughs> but um yeah, so anyway, I said nine questions, question mark. I said, you may need to find a different seller for this comic. 
Did they respond? Yeah, they responded. And I blocked them. Yeah. They, so they couldn't buy it from me. And then they responded, um, these are all things that you should have had in your listing to begin with. Oh, my God. I think I will take your advice and find another seller, which is good. That's yeah. Because, I mean, was I out of line? Yeah. Were they out of line? Yeah. That's a lot of questions for $8 book. They yeah. don't need to be shopping online. Yeah, you got to be in person for sure. Yeah. They, they need to. Yeah. Can you Honestly, imagine? like, because I've been buying a little bit of cards, too, and I won't buy them online. There's because there's just too many little things here and there that you a scan won't pick up and a good picture won't pick up. You have to see it in person. You got to like move it in the light and all that stuff. Like you have to. What about for an $8 card? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't care as much. I'd say like 30 or 40 would be my threshold of like, I got to buy it in person. I actually got a kick out of that, that question though. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I think it's about time to wrap this up, man. You got anything else you want to add? Um, let's see, birthday, grandson. You know what? I think, oh, yeah, one more thing. One more thing to ask you about, okay? So I have in my hand here, well, this is a bad example. Okay, I have in my hand here a GoPro 9, mm -hmm. okay? Good little camera. What if I gave this, I bought it with my money, I own it. What if I took this GoPro and I gave it a new paint job, like with some paints and whatnot, made it real pretty, and then I put it up for sale on eBay? Is that okay? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I don't know. So you think, but I left the GoPro. Yeah, as long mark. as you still call it a GoPro, I don't see anything wrong with that. And, and I left all the GoPro markings on there, and I called it a GoPro, a custom GoPro right yeah there's nothing wrong with that okay, i would just say gopro with custom paint job okay another example i buy a chevrolet corvette okay and i do the same thing i give it a paint job but then on the hood on the hood i put like hitler on the hood <laughs> air airbrushed hitler on the hood of this corvette okay mm -hmm. and like it's like really offensive at this point right so then i try and sell it right and i say chevrolet corvette custom paint is that okay ethically no i mean or morally mean, like what do you mean okay define okay okay i mean can somebody stop me from doing that not in this country okay so have you have a website you can if you list it if you any website you try to list it on would take it down immediately right different but platform. you could put it in your front yard and put for sale right okay so have you heard about these uh lil nas x shoes no you haven't oh my no. goodness i'm out of dude i'm out of the loop on like open everything. up open up a, another window and look uh search lil nas x i might be saying that wrong here, I know he did that up, song with old Billy Ray Cyrus a few years ago or a year ago or whatever. But he Lil Nas X shoes. Shoes, yeah. Nike sues for trademark infringement. Yeah. So let me give you this. There, there's a there's a company that he works with that bought 666 pairs okay. of these Nike Air Force. Is it Air Force Sevens or something like that? And they customized these shoes and they made them look all satanic. I see. Yeah. I see the symbol. 
Yeah, there's a pentagram on the front of it. Mm -hmm. And then there's like where the air normally is. Yeah. They put like red dye and water in there. And, and supposedly they put a drop of blood in there. Oh my God. And they made 666 of them. And they're, they're like demonic shoes or whatever, right? And they put them up for sale for $1,018 a pair. And they sold out in minutes and they're getting sued by Nike. Yeah. So based on if I, I yeah, the other two examples, they're all three different. Every every example you gave is different. I'll tell you why. And if I was the judge, like ruling over this case, I would rule in favor of Nike one hundred percent because they are protecting their brand. They're protecting their trademark. Someone is. Okay. It's you know they're sullying their name is what they're doing. They're adding you know something immoral and unethical to their name. Their whoa 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 whoa! Immoral and ethical according to who? Worshiping Satan? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that a given for the court system to say that worshiping Satan is immoral and unethical? If you read what our country is founded on no. and what every court, whatever they swore on the Bible. So, yeah, if you want to assume that, then, yeah, I would say that worshiping Satan is immoral. I mean, I'm not, I'm not all about Satan or anything. I'm not I'll, either, but I'm, I'm saying, like, in a court of law in the, in the United States, uh -huh. yes. No, and I would say in the court of law, uh, I think the I think the courts should look at Satan and Jesus as the same. No, I don't, I don't they, think they, they would make the a Bible. judgment. They put their hand on they put they put their hand on the Bible and swear every time they're in court. How yeah, can they do that? I think in principle, though, I I don't think there's a difference between between either one of those. So like, let's remove that. Let's say we we'll forget anything about immorality. Okay does nike believe and can they show that this is you know sullying their good name and like mm -hmm. it's you know hurting their brand yes facts they can prove that yeah. so easily easily to prove in court but is that illegal? So i would rule in their favor just for that forget about their immorality part of it but is that illegal boy john john, john that's was, the thing though that's the thing hat. though it John's doesn't need hat, to be red hat is so stupid i hate his red hat Here's what you're, here's the thing you're missing. It doesn't need to be. No, no, I'm not missing. I'm just trying to have a conversation. No, like, let me, yeah, let me, look, here's what I'm saying. There are so many things where it's all gray area. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like, there's not a law for it, but there's case law. Okay. So if you right. go do something where like, it might not be against the law, but somebody sues you and takes you to court. Oh, look, something similar happened 20 years ago. And this judge ruled like this. I'm just going to do the same thing. That's what judges do all the time. It's called case law. So I do believe in this specific instance, there's plenty and plenty of case law that would rule in Nike's favor where that guy is actively damaging their brand. Okay. So yes, I do think he'll lose and, you know, probably have to pay way more than just the money he sold those shoes for. Well, don't, well, I actually the, this, the rapper, the, the yeah. singer, he's not getting sued. It's the promoters yeah. or whatever they're getting sued. But, the courts in essence, like they, this same company, they did a similar stunt with Nike's a couple of years ago, except they did it with, um, Jesus shoes. And they actually took a drop instead of the drop of blood, they did a drop of holy water. Oh my God. <laughs> shoe. That's I crazy. Don't, I don't think that Nike sued for that. Yeah, because they didn't think it damaged their brand. That's that's the only question. 
But I wonder if that's a problem for them now because the courts aren't going to choose between Jesus and Satan. That, that doesn't matter. I, I, think I, that, I think that whole point is completely moot. I think the only question that the judge and the court cares about is, does Nike believe that it is damaging their brand? And can Nike prove that it is damaging their brand? Mm -hmm. Yes and yes. They, I, that's why I think they'll win this. Do, do you, are you on the same page with me with this? What do you uh, think? Sort of, but I'm just not sure why. Because like, I understand, like, I kind of get it. But like the previous examples I gave you, with like this camera and a, and a car they're very similar but i'm not sure i'm like i, I think I, I don't know like i'm not a, i don't know the law well enough to really I don't have. know the law well enough either yeah for sure but i do find it funny i think it hurts nike if they didn't sue for the jesus shoes i think that hurts them yeah yeah like public image i would agree yeah for sure because they're choosing sides. <laughs> I, I guess the court it's, a, it's a very interesting debate for sure. <laughs> and I, I know how you are about, I thought I could catch you on this a little better because I know how you are about the. Uh, Veros. No, the, uh, what, what is that first doctrine or whatever? First okay. sale doctrine. First sale. I own this now. It's mine. I could do whatever I want to with it. Unless I put That's Satan not on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a different thing. John does not like Satan. I think we found that out in this show. I don't right? like big companies. Yeah, like the whole Vero thing. Like <clears throat> companies are constantly just trying to uh, fix prices, actively break the law on I, eBay. I got to admit, though, with this Nike thing, when I first saw it, I, I've been seeing these shoes on, online for a few days, and I looked at it and I was like, there's a Nike swoosh. <laughs> And there's a pentagram. It would have been better if they somehow worked the swoosh into the pentagram. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is Nike really making these shoes? Mm -hmm. that, so, and the fact that you question that is why right. they will win in court. That, that's exactly what I was saying. Like at first, I'm like, did they really make those shoes? No yeah. way. I'm like, okay, did they? Are these bootleg or something? I'm like, no, they're legit Nike shoes. Yeah, be customized. So I get it. Like, I understand. Like if I was Nike, I would not like that at all. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. So it is interesting. It's, it's a good conversation. I'm wondering everybody listening and watching to this comment below and let us know your take on this whole thing. Everybody loves freedoms until they get, until it <laughs> turns into like freedom for satanic people or satanic. That's, here's the problem. Freedom anymore. Here's the problem. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Are you free to worship Satan in this country? Yes. Yes or no? Okay. Yes. All right. Are you free to take a brand and add your spin, beliefs, whatever, and then replicate that and like other people believe that that brand is in conjunction with your beliefs? Are you allowed to do that? Um. I guess not. I mean, that's no, probably part of not. trademark law. Right. So you do have freedom. You have freedom to do whatever you want, but right. you can't infringe on someone else's company freedom, whatever they're doing to like bring it into what you want. Like that's a completely I still, different I still thing. Say, I still say them, if they didn't challenge the Jesus shoes, they're going to have a problem. That's a completely different thing. And I agree with you. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I agree. Like people will point that out. However, I think that 
there would be way worse PR if they just let this go. Right. As opposed to to just saying like, yeah, like they'll take the blow of like, oh yeah, they let the Jesus shoes go. They don't let the Satan shoes go. So. Right. Yeah. There's a lot to this, man. There's, there's a lot of layers. Imagine imagine the, the Jesus shoes getting made and then Nike suing them. And then that that backlash. Oh God, yeah. So that's probably, the whole thing. All they care about is PR. These big, like it's all about PR. Like if, if it helps the brand, then they'll leave it alone. But if it hurts it, then they're gonna go after it. Oh, by the way, check out Lil Nas X's new video. <laughs> that's what this is all about, right? right? Yeah, that's what. Hundred percent. So yeah. But you I'm know glad what, you brought that up. That's interesting. You know what you can, you know what you can buy. You know what you can't buy on eBay right now. You can't buy the, all those Dr. Seuss books, right? <laughs> you know what you can buy? You can buy some Satan Nikes, satanic uh, Nikes on eBay right now. Oh, God. What are they going for? Like, I saw some that were $6,666.66, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> there were only 666 oh. of them made. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, interesting though, right? That is very interesting. <laughs> All right. there should be some good comments on this video i can't wait yeah. to see it i'm not satanic y'all i'm just like I'm, I'm i'm interested in this case i'm curious now yeah you were like defending satan hardcore no i wasn't yes <laughs> i was not you know you know that the seinfeld episode with uh elaine and her uh her boyfriend i think his name's like putty no you know what i'm talking about you no. ever watched Seinfeld? Did you watch Seinfeld? I watched a lot of Seinfeld. I haven't seen every single one. Well, yeah, David Putty, yeah. Her boyfriend would love to go to Arby's. And, like, he would always take her to Arby's. And he had this Jesus fish on his car. <laughs> and it went missing. And he accused her of taking it. And he's like, you took my Jesus fish. And she, like, did the devil horns. Like, yeah, I'm the devil. It's just, I don't know, made me think of it. So, uh, yeah, this is a bad one for me to play the heel on, I guess, huh? <laughs> The bad one, yeah. You picked the wrong side of that. Wait, wait. In all these conversations, one of us has to take the face, and one of us has to take the heel. And John was the face this time. Yep. John I'm usually, face I'm usually the face. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> this was right. fun, man. This was a this was a wild show. I did not yeah. expect that at the end. I, I wonder if Bubble Boy is gonna. I wonder how Bubble Boy, America Bubble Boy, feels about the. Uh, yeah, they were going to sue us for <laughs> damaging their their name because all this Satan talk. Candace, did you? I'm not. I want to know paint, Candace's take. I'm not going to paint any satanic stuff on my American Bubble Boy bubble wrap. Yeah, I don't think you should either. <laughs> Candace, what's your take on these uh, Satan shoes? This? You heard that? It's kind of along the lines of slander. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. See, that's the word I was going for. Slander. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I just don't know the law well enough. I don't either. But if, if I was a betting man, I'd bet money that Nike would win that case. I'm sure Nike wouldn't have sued if they didn't have a leg to stand on. For, for right. Me. Yeah. They they know the law better than Lil Nas X does. I can promise you that. Lil Nas X don't care. He's dropping his new right. Yeah. His new single. Publicity. <laughs> right. He's all over the news everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know. He's going to be the winner. The winner of all this. <laughs> It, for all the publicity it, it actually has something uh, like i read a little more about it. it actually has something to do with him coming out and how uh, I, i'm not going to get into all y'all go research that on your own this is it doesn't need to be here doesn't need to be here 
but go buy yourself a whole bunch of bubble wrap. That's basically the bottom line. <laughs> the moral of the story is you need more bubble wrap. You got to wrap those little Nosex shoes that you're shipping out. <laughs> you're, wrap your satanic shoes in America bubble boy. Bubble oh my God. All right. That is it guys. We're cutting this sorry, off. Sorry, Joel. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. See y'all next month. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. You better not try standing my way as I'm walking out the door. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more.